get started by just taking a good three deep breaths as we always do. I really want you to settle into the exhales of those breaths. We are in an earthly new moon ruled by Capricorn. Capricorn is an earth sign and new moons are always a time when we tend to be more connected to earth's energy, to apana, the energy of the exhale, the energy of release and letting go. So in the spirit of just releasing and letting go of distractions, things in the body, things in the mind, things in our energy that could be pulling us away from this transmission. Let's take a moment to ground with our breath. Whenever you are ready, find your spine, find your posture, get a nice alignment there so that you have that hollow channel, plenty of room for the highway of your breath to travel down and back up again. And whenever you're ready, take a deep breath in through your nose. Move that breath down into the deepest parts of your spine, maybe beyond. And then out through the mouth as you exhale, just letting go, shaking out, connecting deeper to the earth. And we're going to do that again, maybe adding that sound to the exhale if you didn't the first time when you're ready. Deep breath in through the nose. Out through the mouth. Just let go. Shake up. Loosen. Get rid of things. All right, on this last breath, I'm going to reach my arms overhead. You can join me. Really big stretched inhale. Breath out. Letting go, letting those arms drop if you haven't. Welcome to our circle. If this is your first time here, I just want to take a moment to introduce myself. My name is Vina Lene Rachel. I am a moon priestess, an intuitive, a channeler of the divine. That is what my spiritual name, Vina, means. And you may also know me as Rachel or Mother Moon from Mother Moon Yoga. Some people find me from those spaces as well. But I have been hosting these moon circles for over six, seven years now. I lose track of when I got started because I didn't always record them. I used to just go live and let that be that. But it's been at least six years because I know I was doing them before I was pregnant with my son and he turns five in a few months. And I've always done these for free. I've always tried to provide people a little bit of insight, guidance, wisdom on the new moon and the full moon every month because at one point in time, I was curious, I was seeking, I was trying to learn more about the moon and astrology and I tuned in to virtual moon circles on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, various social media, Zoom, different places to learn all about it myself. And now I feel like I'm kind of passing the torch on to you, passing all that information now that I'm more educated in these realms. I've been um, pursuing the world of astrology for uh, professionally for almost a decade plus now, maybe give or take a few years over that. And it just gives me joy. It um, is truly a joy of mine to show up and to be able to share this wisdom with you and join here in community virtually because the virtual spaces are a great place for us to connect. There's, you know, not these limits on numbers. So many people could be tuning in this to this transmission. People could be tuning in from all over the world. So there's a lot of magic here to happen and I just welcome you in whether it's your first time or you've been here before. Also just going to put a little 
PSA. I feel um, a little nasally, a little congested. I've had that going on for a couple of days as we switch into the full winter season here in the Midwest. And I taught infrared hot yoga tonight and the infrared always gets my sinuses kind of going. So if I'm sounding a little weird or if you hear me pause or struggle with my words a little bit, it's just because of the congestion. And we are in that post-Mercury retrograde shadow and we're in it until the 20th. And anytime we're in a post-Mercury retrograde shadow, our sinuses can be affected, our communication, our technology, all of that stuff that affects us in retrograde can still be kind of lingering around. And fun fact, I was born in a post-Mercury retrograde shadow. And it just seems like that's always the time that I tend to have like some sort of like cleansing, purification, shift with my sinuses or something of that nature. So here I am showing up to our first lunar cycle of 2024 and our last lunar cycle of the lunar year to still give you all of the things that I think that you need to know for this lunar portal. Okay, so I want us to dive in here. Tonight we are going to be spending up about 45 to 60 minutes together. I'm going to talk a little bit about Capricorn season, which we've been in since the beginning of winter solstice, December 21st. I'm also going to touch base on the new moon in Capricorn, which we are under right now. And the peak will arrive early tomorrow morning. I believe it's almost right before 6 a.m. Central Time, but we are in that lunation now. And, you know, new moon portals, they always affect us both at the peak and about 24 to 48 hours before and after. So we've been feeling this energy for maybe a day or so, or maybe we've started to feel it today, and we're certainly going to feel it tomorrow and maybe over the next two days. I'm going to discuss what that means. I'm also going to talk about what it means to have a new moon on 111, especially the first new moon of the year. And we'll hop over to the east, touch base on Vedic astrology, and then maybe come back around. Not even a maybe, we are going to come back around. No matter how long it takes, it might go over that hour, it might not. But I have tarot cards that I have pulled for this lunar cycle, and I'd like to share those messages with you as well. So I welcome you into our circle. We are going to get started. First, we're going to bring in more elements and more magic into the space. This is something that I always do with our virtual moon circles. I like to bring in different elements that you could work with as well. Perhaps you want to do your own moon ritual. Perhaps you want to do your own practices during this new moon portal. I like to give you a few suggestions of tools and um magical things that you can work with. But even if you don't have any of these elements, you're still going to be receiving the energy of those through this transmission because that's the magic of the ether. So let's dive in first to our earth element. This is an earthly new moon. Capricorn is an earth sign. And I always like to start with a few crystal suggestions to work with. Being the sign of the sea goat or the sign of the cosmic mermaid, merman, I would suggest that you work with more um, aquatic, oceanic things. And I suggest that perhaps if you can get your hands on ocean jasper, this could be a nice one to work with during this lunar cycle. So you can 
can see up close that it kind of looks like swirls of water. It's even kind of got this blue, gray, and foamy white of the ocean. But ocean jasper looks like other variations of the ocean as well. Sometimes it has like some yellows and greens in it that look more like a coral. Um, different colors, that's the the nature of jasper, it has different colors, different patterns, different shades. But jasper is really good for grounding us in. It helps if you have any sort of anxious energy right now. Perhaps you're feeling anxious because you have not set a New Year's resolution or you haven't shifted your energy yet and other people are making changes or you're seeing things on social media and you don't feel the need to move and it makes you feel anxious. Well, this ocean jasper can help ground you in and help you realize that we're in the dead of winter. We're in the season of of earth, of letting go, of surrendering into more stillness, and it's okay if you have not shifted yet. This also just provides a soothing, calming energy, especially if you have to travel around this winter weather. You might want to keep some ocean jasper in your car to keep the flow of your car and energy going and also help you to stay less anxious as you're driving around. Also, I suggest that you might want to work with Snowflake Obsidian. So any sort of black right now is just going to help absorb any negativity, especially if you live in a place where you are in the dead of winter because there can be some seasonal depression that sets in right now. Capricorn energy being an earth sign tends to pull us into an earthly human body experience, an earthly emotional human experience. And we might feel our feels really strongly right now. We also might be really sensitive to energy or other people might be, you know, Coming down from the holidays or feeling seasonal depression or feeling grumpy because of the winter weather, whatever it may be, you don't want those vibes coming to you and you also want to keep your vibration high. So use Snowflake Obsidian to absorb any negative energy that's either on you, around you, or within you so that you can stay vibrating at a higher light in a time when you need it the most, when it is the darkest, coldest time of the year. Finally, I suggest that you might want to work with amethyst right now. I have two different versions of this. Amethyst becomes um, shaped and sized in a variety of different ways. This is a smooth, polished purple amethyst, the most familiar color of amethyst. This is more of a natural black amethyst that was found in more of like kind of a druzy-like situation. And they are both working on your third eye to help you open up your psychic senses and your intuition. Capricorn is the cosmic realist. They are the cosmic skeptic. They're not one to lean into the ways of the woo. However, if they have a personal experience or if something makes more sense to them personally, then they will align with those beliefs. So amethyst is used to open up your senses to open up your third eye, whether you believe in that or not, but it will help you to believe in more of what is on the other side or what dwells in the metaphysical, the mystical, the realms of the woo. If you need to find yourself opening up to more of that in 2024, or maybe you're seeking alternatives, seeking different ways to heal, to understand things, this can be a great crystal to use to help you open up the clarity of your mind. Moving on to smudging. It's a really good time to smudge. Even if you smudged with the new year, 
it is the first lunar cycle of the year. This is fresh new beginnings again, even after the energy that we had 10, 11 days ago. This is also a good time to smudge, again, to purify your spaces, to purify yourself, to rid yourself of any lower frequencies or negative energy that does not serve you. Capricorn energy likes to be pure. This is something that kind of relates to all earth signs, but there is a purity or an essence of being more clear that resides with Capricorn energy. Remember, this is the sign of the sea goat. It has to do with that salt water that's really purifying, cleansing, healing. So we want to make sure that our spaces are nice and open to those higher frequencies of purification, cleansing, and healing so that we are ready to really move forward into this year you know, not carrying anything old that we don't need to. So I'm going to combine this white sage with the element of fire, our next element, to create our third element, which will be smoke, wind, air, whatever you want to call it. And by the way, I always want to mention for the sake of purity that you want to make sure that you're sourcing your smudging materials from ethical places, that you're not getting them from indigenous land without permission, that you're not taking from an unsustainable source. You always want to make sure that things are um, aligned ethically. The energy is aligned ethically with your magical tools. So there's not a lot of smoke coming off of this. And of course, you can see kind of there if I hold it up close. I'm going to go ahead and smudge you first and move that around in a clockwise direction to release the energy. Same with the tech that I'm using to connect to you. But I've been you know, smudging the spaces around here pretty frequently. I just vacuumed <laughs> earlier and uh, things are pretty clear. However, there is some smoke burning. And when you pay attention to the smoke, you always kind of want to look at where it's going. Right now, it's just going directly up. And I feel like this is what happened in our last transmission. It was just going directly up, which is a great thing. It's not going to you. It's not going to me. It means that we're pretty pure and clear right now. But there is still some cleansing in the air that needs to happen. I have no doubt because, you know, it's dusty in here. And my kid's been under the weather. I've been under the weather last week. And there's probably some germs in the air. So, you know, science has proven that smudging does purify the air, rid it of virus and bacteria and all these microbes that can cause, you know, imbalance in our wellness system. So it's good for your health. It's good for your immunity to smudge as well. So I'm just maybe going to go in a, a clockwise direction, maybe three times. Three is a number we use a lot in the Reiki world for cleansing. Very powerful number to use. Also in Hinduism, threes and sets of threes, multiples of threes are used a lot of times. A lot of uh, temples I visited in India, I would circle nine times chanting. So I'm also noticing the smoke's just kind of going up and out to the window, which is great. I have the window cracked so all of the smoke can leave and take all the energy with it. I'm just going to let this continue to burn out as long as it needs to. I don't predict that it's going to last very long, but we're just going to set it off to the side. Always have a container for your smudging stick, by the way, so that it's not spreading ash anywhere, causing a fire. And if you can't smudge with smoke, you can also use a smudging spray. You can always, um, you know, create like a tincture of smudge, um, a smudge, a tincture of sage, and uh, combine that with alcohol, like a 110 solution, a little bit of alcohol, um, 
or witch hazel on top of that. And that's a nice little sponging spray or salt. You can add salt to it as well, or just make a salt water solution, um, without sage, without any oils, without anything else. Um, and that can make a nice smudging spray as well. So smudge as you need to purify as you need to. I'm going to set up my lighter here, my modern day fire aside, <laughs> and we'll move on to the water element. So as I mentioned, you could do a smudging spray or you could maybe just consume more water right now. Water is very purifying. It's always good to drink more water around a new moon to flush our systems and open us up, open up our channels for this lunar cycle to come. You might want to take a nice long hot bath tonight. I'm going to do that. I'm going to soak in some Epsom salt. So soak in the salt bath if you can. Maybe take a nice hot long shower whatever feels good for you. If you like to cold plunge right now, it's the dead of winter. You might enjoy aligning with that energy. You might want to go for a swim in the ocean if you have access for that. A lot of different options for you to connect to water in that way. Very simple ways to connect to water. But you could also work with some oils, some essential oils. I am a firm believer in the power of aromatherapy, especially the emotional side of it when it affects our frequencies. And so with that, I have three different oils that I would suggest working with um, underneath this lunar portal. So it doesn't have to be just the new moon in the next few days. It could be this entire lunar cycle because a new moon's energy rules the entire cycle of that moon. So if first you want to just work with, again, opening your third eye, increasing your intuition, maybe helping yourself believe in magic, believing in the woo, Clary Sage is kind of like your liquid amethyst. It is going to give you that opening throughout your third eye. It's going to help you to see more clearly whatever you need to see on this side or the other. And you know, Capricorn energy is about taking Taking a little personal reality check. I mentioned they're the cosmic realist of the zodiac. They will tell you how it is. So if you haven't been aligning with your truest nature, with your truest self, with your heart's desires and intentions, then you can have a reality check right now and you might start to see things more clearly. Might be changes that you need to make, might be changes within yourself, might just be things, aha moments, understandings, answers that come your way. But however you want like clary sage could help open up that attunement of energy you could put a couple of drops in your diffuser you could smell it straight from the bottle i love the smell of clary sage so a lot of times i just smell it straight from the bottle um, but you could also even take a diluted little bit of it with i like sesame oil for the third eye personally it's more ayurvedic to use sesame oil so you could do a little bit of sesame oil and clary sage on your third eye but if you don't have sesame oil that's okay any carrier oil will do, jojoba, um, olive oil, coconut oil, a lot of us tend to have those in our cabinets. Just make sure that they're more pure organic oils because you're putting that on a very pure place, a very spiritually pure place in your body. So you want to make sure that you're aligning with those intentions. But open up your third eye with clary sage if you would like, however you would like. And then also, if you need to maybe unlock things to surrender things to the earth right now, to recycle things back to the earth, if there are things that you have been locking up and containing inside, like a ship in a bottle, peppermint is going to be your go-to oil right now. If you are locked up in your sinuses because Mercury's post-retrograde shadow is doing a number on you like me, Smell some peppermint. Oh my gosh, it's like already opening. I saved it for this transmission because I wanted to prove. You've heard my sinuses so far, right? Let's go ahead and breathe in this peppermint. By the way, peppermint is very strong. 
Animals don't really like it. You shouldn't use it with animals. You should not use it with littles under the age of two. It is so strong with babies and littles under two that it can really make them like stop breathing or stop wanting to breathe. It can like like really tighten up their respiratory system. Um, very, very strong oil. However, very potent oil for opening us up. So I'm going to take that nice deep breath. I'm actually going to take probably three, to be honest, because that power of three. But you could drop this into your diffuser. You could have maybe a drop or two in hot water for a tea. You could steam it in your bath. I like to just, I don't, I, I'm still working on my shower steamer recipes, but sometimes I just put the essential oil bottle in the shower with the lid off and the steam takes over there because as soon as you open up these um, lids off of these bottles, if they're really strong, concentrated, potent, pure oils, they are effervescent. They are aromatic and they're going to move into the air right away. So that's another way to steam out your shower with oils without having to do an actual shower steamer. But emotionally, Peppermint is the oil of buoyancy. Going back to the Capricorn energy of the ocean, the sea goat, the mermaid, Capricorns tend to be people that lock things up inside. Their energy tends to not show a lot of emotion. They experience a lot of emotion, but they don't like to show it so much. Sometimes they don't like to let it out and let it process. Sometimes they'd rather tighten it all up. So if you need to let go right now, if you need to open up, I would suggest you work with peppermint to help you with that. Now, if you also enjoy the minty oils, you might enjoy working with wintergreen right now. Now, I'm not a big fan of wintergreen personally. Me and wintergreen and spearmint as well, I'm not a big fan. Um, spikenard, however, I do really enjoy. So some minty things I like, some don't. But wintergreen is the oil of surrender. And, you know, aromatherapy is an interesting tool to work with because the oils that you're attracted to are the oils that you need to work with at this time. Maybe for just like wellness reasons, like maybe I'm attracted to peppermint because I'm congested, right? But if it's an oil that you are not attracted to, like wintergreen perhaps for me, it's something that you don't need right now. I've been in a state of surrender all year. I'm in full out flow. Everybody knows that if they know me right now. So you might want to um, avoid that if you're in the same space as me. But if you're needing to surrender, if you're needing to let go of things, if you're needing to recycle things for the greater good, if you need to not let things come with you into this new year or into the lunar new year that starts here in about four weeks, um, you might want to use wintergreen. Again, very strong oil. You want to dilute it. You can still like maybe rub that on your chest, smell it from the bottle, put it in your diffuser, put it in the shower. Uh, wintergreen tea, or sorry, not wintergreen tea. Ugh. Don't use wintergreen for internal use. Only use it for external use, but you can rub it around your throat kind of like as a respiratory supportive oil if you'd like to do that. I have to cough between the smudge and the peppermint, I'm clearing things. So I'm gonna kind of cover my mic and I'm gonna clear here real quick. Ah, <coughs> oh, that felt good, okay. Oh yeah, Lisa said she enjoyed a lot of peppermint tea today. Yeah, I almost did like a mint tea today too, but I felt the need to wait until tomorrow, so I'm gonna do it tomorrow. But regardless, those are just some of the oils that you can work with to connect deeper to water energy, but of course you could always just drink more water instead. I think it's kind of funny that 
water energy is coming up right now um, with this moon, but it's kind of the beautification of all of that as well because Venus is coming into play, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and the Stanley Cup thing, like... <laughs> I don't get it personally, but I get it from an astrological perspective that we are beautifying the mundane. We're beautifying the intentions of everyday regular things like drinking water. And we're almost commercializing it a little bit too because Mercury is still tricky in his post-retrograde shadow. But yeah, that's another way water is coming into play with these Stanley um, quench thirst uh, mugs or whatever. So <laughs> this is funny. Okay. We've mentioned the fifth element already. It is the ether. It is this place that we are joining into already on the internet. Maybe you're listening to the replay on my podcast. Maybe you're watching the replay on my website or on YouTube. It does not matter where you tune in. This is a space that moves beyond time, that moves beyond the dimensions of one, two, three, even four. We are beyond 5D and even more because we're able to increase and enhance the energy of this transmission every single time somebody else joins into it or listens to the replay. Also because this little screen doesn't really matter between us right now, all of these elements I'm bringing into you are also received by you and your energy as well. Now, can you smell the peppermint through the phone? No, but you can think about what peppermint smells like if you're familiar, and that can bring that into your senses. I know they're working on smell-o-vision or smell-o-tello, whatever, I don't know. They're working on it, but it's not there yet. So I think of Willy Wonka with the smell-o-vision thing. All right. These are our elements. I also always like to bring in the guides and guardians of these elements to enhance their energy, to enhance our circle. I'm going to do that now. Feel free to just sit and listen and participate. I'm going to start by getting back into my posture here. I'm going to reach up and take a deep stretch to be fully open. Take that deep breath in. And we'll begin our invocation, starting with the guides and guardians of the east with their element of air. This is a new moon, new beginnings. It's the first new moon of 2024. It's the first month of the year. This is a magical time full of fresh breaths because we know the energy is shifting into a different space compared to last year. We trust in these new breaths, bringing in the new prana, that we need to ignite and enhance our own frequencies. And we thank the guides and guardians of the East for being in our circle tonight. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their element of fire. We have fire playing into our circle through these alignments with Mars in Capricorn. We might feel fired up now to start working on our intentions, our dreams, our desires, our goals. We might feel fired up to make change, shift, burn away bridges, burn ties, burn cords. Fire can be used in a variety of ways, but can also be used when controlled for the greater good. So we invite in the guides and guardians of the South with their fire tonight and thank them for their presence. We also invite in the guides and guardians of the West with their element of water playing into this new moon in the lunar cycle with the ruling of Venus. 
both in Eastern astrology and Western astrology, we have Venus coming into play right now. And so we welcome in the waters of creation, the waters of creativity and artistry, the waters of emotion and feeling, the waters of time. However, the waters need to serve us right now and during this lunar cycle, we invite them in and we thank the guides and guardians of the West with their water for being present in our circle tonight. We invite in the guides and guardians of the North with their element of Earth, grounding us into an earthly new moon in Capricorn. Also inviting us into the surrender of leaning into a Pana energy as much as we are open to Prana. The exhales are just as important as the inhales. The stillness is just as important as the movement. We invite in a state of surrender underneath this new moon tonight. And we thank the guides and guardians of the north with their elements of earth for being here. We invite in our ancestors as we move beyond into the fifth element, the realm beyond this earthly planet, Everybody that has been here before us, everybody that will be here ahead of us, cosmic source energy, and everything connected to it. The archangels, the angels, the Akash, the deities, the goddesses, the gods, social beings that live beyond our world, cosmic communities, and all other wisdom that needs to be here tonight as the plane flies overhead. We thank the guides and guardians of the fifth element for being in our circle tonight. With that, our circle is open even more than it was before. I'd really like to dive right in, but I always like to know if anybody is ruled by Capricorn energy tonight. Do we have any Capricorn sun, moons, risings? Anybody that has Capricorn in a stellium or just ruling their chart in general, put it out there now. I am a Capricorn moon. I'm into the moon. Capricorn makes me feel so skeptical about all of the woo that I have to dive in and experience it on my own. And I've experienced so much magic on my own that I can't help but deny that it's all real. And then my Libra son comes in and says, yeah, be open to possibilities. So here I am, Capricorn moon, hosting your moon circle tonight. I am definitely feeling aligned with the energy especially to kind of purify, clean, get back on track, ground in, root in, get serious, get real, get into check with myself, start checking off to-dos, checking off lists, checking off calendars, filling in calendars, planning, scheduling, organizing, getting more structured, ruling my life more than letting others or other energy rule it. I'm just speaking on behalf of myself, but these are Capricorn tendencies. And you might be feeling the same right now. You might have also been feeling this energy since the 21st of December. That's when we first shifted into Capricorn season. And we'll be with this energy until we move into Aquarius season on January 20th. We also might be in it a little longer until we reach that Lunar New Year in February and the next new moon of this year. So ride the waves. Capricorn is the sign of the sea goat. There is this element of both water and land. And land rises up out of water. 
There's the mermaid as well, mermaid, merman, this half fish, half human, half half water and emotion and feeling and magic and creativity, and then half like human skinned person thing with bones and body and, and dis-ease and sickness and ego and just like all of the other things that we host in our earthly human experience right it's kind of this half and half energy and you might be feeling that during the season of capricorn because it is number one the time when we first move into winter so we go into the darkest time of year the coldest time of year the rainiest for the most part wherever you are it is less energy that we have to put out into the world Yet it's the time of the holidays at first, right? It's Christmas time. It's New Year's. It's these celebrations that happen in the beginning of Capricorn season. And a lot of times we're forced or we have to show up to those. And it can be really draining. And so we find ourselves on the other side at the New Year in the, you know, the, the darkness of January kind of recovering, hung over a little bit. And... Capricorns, you know, they just give yourself that reality check because they do show up at the beginning of the year and they say, okay, we can't party forever. It's not the holidays forever. We can't eat, drink, and be merry forever. Can't be festive forever. We have to have balance with getting real, doing work, getting back to structure, paying attention to what we eat, take in, consume the energy that's around us, the people that are with us. You know, we're usually with more people during the holidays, but we can lessen our circle, shrink it. During January, as we start to shrink in and become more of a hermit, move back into our homes, be inside more because it's colder, we're less active, we want to be less active. You know, all of these energies are the energies of Capricorn. But give yourself grace if you're riding highs and lows because you might feel both right now. You might be really excited about this new moon, this first new moon of the year or the beginning of the new year in general. You might, on the other hand, not be excited because you don't feel like you want to shift yet and the energy of nature might not be supporting you too. So lots of different waves to ride along the way. But Capricorn does help you to ground in. It tells you to be more still to surrender to being inside more or with yourself more so that you can reflect on the past maybe it's the past year maybe it's before that maybe it's just the holiday season and as you move forward into your new year you get this opportunity to build your own mountain to create your own world to build your own island if you need to with only the people that you would want to invite onto it capricorn's magical in that way Back in uh, December, I did a yoga nidra where we visualized the future that we wanted to have, the person that we wanted to be, the life that we desired to step into. We acted as if it was happening right now, and we asked ourselves who was with us. And we asked ourselves if those people were different than who was with us right now in our actual present moment. And we asked ourselves, if we could get real with the aha moment of knowing that we have to let those people go in order to step into this dream reality that we see. If they're not there, they're not coming with you. So it's time to get real about that and maybe also make some cutting of ties, some severances or some separating if that's what you need to do. 
Capricorn energy is interesting because there's also an artistic aspect. There is this water energy lingering around and Capricorns are known to be attracted to art in some way. Perhaps they're artistic themselves. Perhaps they just enjoy taking in art. Perhaps it's both. But if you are feeling the call to get creative right now, that is a signal that you need to do it for emotional processing. Part of the reason that Capricorns are attracted to art or they find themselves to be artistic is because that is how they feel. That is how they understand these things inside them that they are going through. It's also sometimes how they connect to realms from the other side because there's a lot of mystical and magical that interweaves within the artistic spaces. So if you need to maybe create right now whether it is for public display or just for personal pleasure and personal processing make sure that you dedicate some time to that underneath this new moon in Capricorn and also during this lunar cycle it might be good to also discover different ways that you can move your energy through or process your emotion with the help of artistry and creativity. Maybe you just like to listen to music. You know, it can be a lot of different things. It doesn't have to be you creating art, painting, or drawing. You know, think about outside of the box if you like to just move around and dance. That's art. Um, freestyle, you know, expression. There's a lot of different ways that we can embody that and harbor that during this time. So see where you're called, but wherever you're called, that's a little bit of emotional medicine right now so that you can process things that you're going through that you don't want to continue to go through and dwell on and think about as you move in to this new year. Whew, that was a lot. I got to take a drink. Sometimes when I channel, it all comes through really fast and I got to just like get it out. Got to get my brain thoughts out. So I've mentioned Venus a few times. Venus comes into play with this moon because Taurus, which is ruled by Venus, is aligning with Jupiter, our biggest planet in the galaxy, the planet of joy, the planet of happiness, the planet of contribution and support and growth and evolution this planet is direct now with Venus energy. And then Venus, the actual planet, is over opposite in Jupiter's ruling sign of Sagittarius, the go-getter, the, the, the humanitarian that wants to cheerlead all, the traveler, the explorer, the one full of wonderlust, right? These energies are interesting right now, okay? So we have that playing out. We also have Mars in Capricorn with this new moon and sun in Capricorn. By the way, if you didn't know, a new moon means that the new, or sorry, that the moon and the sun are in alignment right now in the same sign. So you have the moon, the sun, and Mars all in Capricorn, and they're forming a trine over here with this Jupiter in Taurus ruled by Venus while Venus is ruled by Sagittarius, our previous lunar cycle and the energy that still rules Vedic astrology. Not only that, in Vedic astrology, we have this moon in Purva Arshada Nakshatra, which is ruled by Venus. What does it mean? It's okay if you don't speak 
astrology. I forgot what somebody said today, uh, what the word was. If you don't, um, they didn't say if you don't speak astrology, but if it, that was too much, um, <laughs> if that was too much space talk <laughs> for you, I think that's what they said. It's okay. What you need to know is that Venus is the planet of the feminine. It's the planet of beauty. It's the planet of art. It's the planet of creative expression. It's the planet of soft energy. And then we have that ruling a time when we're in Capricorn. And Mars is in Capricorn. This very masculine, go to war, go to work, get things done, take action sort of vibe. Well, that means that the Capricorn energy we usually experience right now to change, shift our habits, get things done, get your calendars filled out, do your taxes, get all your finances in order, go work out, get your diet right. You know, all the things that we think about at the beginning of the year that are more hard and structured and rigid and maybe things we don't necessarily always want to align our energy to tending to. All of that energy is softened right now by the Venusian aspect, okay? So we maybe still want to change. We might still want to shift our habits. We might still want to work towards different intentions, goals. Maybe we even have resolutions. But whatever we're working on right now, it's got to have a higher purpose, a higher intention. So I can't just say that I am going to go work out every day. Like, this is not me, but I'm just going to say the collective number one New Year's resolution, right? Weight loss. So the typical person in society is probably saying, I'm going to go work out every day so that I can lose weight. Rather than do, rather than do that, Instead, maybe say, I am going to go work out every day because I know that the cardio is good for my health right now when respiratory viruses are all around and challenging my systems. I'm going to go work out every day right now because lifting weights puts a little bit of stress on my bones and also increases my bone density and my muscle mass and provides me a more supportive structure with my body and helps me to hold more posture and helps me to breathe better. You know, we need to have higher purpose and intentions around our actions right now. Anything we're working on that's just for ego, that's just for self that isn't for the greater good of you that also contributes eventually to the greater good of all, that stuff isn't going to align right now. Capricorn's going to come in and say, get real. That's not what we're working towards right now. We're a higher collective in that. This is the age of Aquarius. So we've got to make things a little bit more feminine, nurturing, more community oriented. Okay. I had some thoughts during this whole Mercury retrograding Capricorn cycle and during the beginning of the Capricorn season to maybe not do my new moon circles and my full moon circles like this anymore, to not do them for free online and to only do them with my online membership that people pay for, my 13 moons a digital moon and astrology membership. I was thinking about just moving things there. However, <laughs> in the past few days, upon taking stillness, meditating on it, breathing with it, really thinking about it, there's been some thoughts of maybe I can stream to both my membership and social media at the same time. And when I opened myself up to the possibility of that to say, yeah, I think I'm going to figure out how to do that 
an email magically showed up in my inbox from my website hosting platform with a free webinar on how to multi-stream to both your membership and social media at the same time. Ask and ye shall receive right now if it is meant for higher intention. And I do believe that more and more people need to tune into astrology, not only to understand the collective and energy around them and what's going on and why people are behaving a certain way, but how to understand themselves. You know, Carl, Carl Jung, very, very famous, you know, psychiatrist, he based his work in astrology. And he, you know, there are Jungian psychologists out there, psychiatrists. I always get them confused. Forgive me if I'm messing up, but anybody that deals with therapies of the mind and thinking and psyche, a lot of times if they would also bring in astrology, it would help people understand themselves more. At least I do believe that. It certainly has helped me understand myself in the world more. It's helped me navigate things more. And I hope by doing these transmissions that you can help to understand things more as well. Okay, I think that's all I want to say about the new moon in Capricorn. There is a lot to say there, but you can go to my website. You can go to venalinae.com. You can read all about it in Moon Musings. I write about the moon in addition to doing these moon circles. And sometimes what I write is different from what I say. So go there. Go read what I had to write. There's quite a bit in there. And then also, if you are in the 13 Moons membership, there's already, I think, some information right now in the membership, at least about Capricorn energy, but there will be all kinds of information about this new moon in Capricorn by tomorrow. There will also be journaling prompts, all of your guidance for like magical practices, rituals, things that you might want to do with this moon, more crystals to suggest working with, more essential oils, and just anything else that I feel like I need to throw in there. So if you're a member, you'll see all that tomorrow, but otherwise, you know, you're going to see more in other ways on my website if you go read there. Let's shift. I want to shift over to the eastern side of the world. I've already kind of mentioned this subtly, but on the eastern side of the world, in Vedic astrology, this moon is in the lunar mansion of Purva Ashada. I'm a little tongue-tied, sorry. Purva Ashada Nakshatra. This is a constellation. It's a group of stars that reside in Sagittarius, and the shape of them forms kind of the shape of a hand fan, you know, the little hand fans that you spread across and um, fan yourself with. This is also known as the winnowing basket, the energy of the winnowing basket with this lunar mansion. And but what is a winnowing basket? We'll get to that if you don't know. But let's start with the fan, okay? This is the first new moon of 2024. This is about moving energy around. It's about getting rid of stagnant energy. It's about bringing in fresh energy, fresh ideas, fresh ways of doing things, fresh ways of thinking, fresh ways of pursuing your goals, intentions, and results. I have always taught through manifestation techniques, whether it be through my Conscious Creators program, my 28-day manifestation program, you know, anything where I teach manifestation, I will always tell you that whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, whatever your desire it is, whatever it is that you are working towards manifesting, it has to uplift the greater good in some way. Because if it does not, it does not serve. Ultimately, it does not serve. So, 
with this moon being in this purva, ashara, nakshatra, represented by a hand fan, it is time to bring in fresh ways of pursuing your dreams so that you are in that pure alignment of where you need to go. Now, speaking of purity, it's also interesting that this moon is falling on 111. On the Vedic side of things, it'll be more 110. But on 111, the moon is going to peak in its newest portal. And one is a very holy number, a very pure number. It represents source consciousness, source energy. So we have a lot of like source seated energy and force to help us move forward towards our dreams right now. And then also we have to bring in the number 11. 11 is a master number. A master number is an even more powerful number than its predecessor. So the other side of 11, one plus one is two. This is the up-leveled version of two. What is two? Two is duality. Two is binary. Two is separateness. Two is one and the other. Two is opposites, right? But 11 harmonizes and unifies it all. So we can each have our unique or almost similar thing coming in to be appreciated and still harmonized as one. You know, a harmony is all of these different vocals coming together to produce one beautiful sound. And I do believe that this lunar cycle is about us moving into more of a collective consciousness where we can all embrace each other's unique gifts, personalities, stories, messages, whatever we have to share with the world. And we can utilize that to harmonize with one another and uplift everyone at the same time. I know I'm getting a little little abstract there, but that's just how I feel. Now, let's go to the winnowing basket. What is a winnowing basket? Well, it is a basket that natively or traditionally or indigenously was used to separate grain or rice from its chaff. What is chaff? Chaff is kind of all the stuff left around after they gather the rice. So the dirt, the little stems and stalks from the plant, the things that are not the actual grain or rice. Getting down to the absolute, what we're looking for, what we need. We got to separate all the other stuff that's in the way, okay? Let's bring that into our modern day world. In order for us to actually get down to the core of ourselves, to the core of our essence, to the core of our spirit, to the core of our purpose and dharma and intention with this life, we have to get rid of the distractions. We have to get rid of the muck and the junk that weighs us down. Perhaps they're old stories. Maybe it's stuff that our ego is attached to that we need to rid ourselves from. Maybe it is stuff in our physical world. Maybe it's material objects that are holding on to energy that make us feel weird. Maybe it's people in our life that we need to let go of. Maybe it's an actual pursuit professionally that we need to separate ourselves on and move to a different direction. But whatever it is, this Capricorn energy is coming in right now to mix with Purva Ashada and really tell us to get real, get down to the core of it, get down to the root of it, get down to that seed of what you are trying to be, create, do, embody in your near future, and let go of anything else that doesn't contribute to that. 
Think about a plant. I've been talking about plants a lot today. I think that's that Venusian thing coming in. A lot of Venus beauty has to do with like flowers, right? But you think about, you know, whether it be a fruit, a vegetable, a flower, you know, think about the plant that is in its fullest fruit, its fullest blossom, you know, it is the ripest on the vine, whatever that is. What happens if you do not pick the fruit or the vegetable or the berry or the flower as it starts to wither? What usually happens? The rest of the plant starts to wither with it because it's still trying to put this energy out into this thing that's kind of you know, already met its peak. It's reached its peak. It's reached its height. These people in your life, there are certain people in your life that are meant to be there for the lifetime. There are certain people that are meant to be there for a story, an entire story or book. And there are meant people that are meant to be there for one chapter. There are people that are meant to be there just for a little moment in that chapter of the story, right? So we have to think about that as we're moving into this year. If you are at the peak of your relationship with somebody or you've already reached the peak of your relationship with somebody and now it's starting to wither or it's starting to kind of suck your energy or maybe there's some confusion about the energetic exchanges and the boundaries. You know, if any of that stuff's going on, it's time to separate. It's time to get yourself away from the vine or get that fruit off the vine one or the other it's the best metaphor i have (laughs) hopefully it works so in vedic astrology purva ashada nakshatra is ruled by venus there is this venusian aspect to the ability to separate you know it is a craft to work the winnowing basket. It's a very gentle thing. It was a feminine practice a lot of times in tribal cultures. The women would, the men would gather the grain and the women would separate the grain and work to cook the grain or work with the grain. So we can separate things gently. We can separate things with a little bit of grace and time. It takes time to separate all of that rice and grain from its chaff. It's not like you do three shakes and it's done. Sometimes it's a shake, shake, and a toss, a shake, shake, and a toss, and you do that over and over again, and you might have to do that with your relationships right now as well. So pay mind to who's in your life. Pay mind if you want to keep them around and keep them going. Do they support you? Do they support the heart of your goals? Do they serve your essence and your highest spirit? You know, take into all of account, take into account all of those questions with this moon. I mentioned I was born in that post-Mercury retro shadow and it always messes with my communications. So thank you for your patience listening to my mumbled and jumbled mixed up words tonight. I feel like I'm in a Dr. Seuss book. I'm going to take a drink. All right, if you have anything that you have a question about with Capricorn season, with this new moon in Capricorn, with Venus, with Purva Ashada Nakshatra. Go ahead and put it in the comments now. Any comments that you want to say, put it in the comments now. I want to share a quick little energetic practice in the spirit of cleansing and purifying. This is, again, a very, very quick spiritual practice. How do you energetically shower? Did you know that you can energetically shower? Oh, yes, you can. You have the power within. Source energy, source consciousness, pure holy energy resides within you. 
you are holy. Holy is you. They are not separate. They are all one. Take your holy energy of your hands. Why your hands? Your hands are an extension of your heart chakra. Think about your heart. Think about hugs. Think about holding hands. Think about loving touch. Bring your hands together. It's an extension of your heart chakra. Rub that energy together to enhance the flow. Just get a little bit of energy moving in. This doesn't matter if you do energy work. This doesn't matter if you know Reiki or not. None of that matters right now because you are always working with energy whether you're attuned or not. This will help attune and focus and direct that energy. Okay, when you're done, you're just going to let go. You are going to go from the opposite ear from where you're going. Okay, so this is the hardest part. But you're going, sorry, I already said it wrong. You're going to go to the opposite ear and around from where you're going. So if I'm cleansing this side of my shoulder, I am going to start here. I am going to move around in a clockwise direction. No, I was right. I was right. My goodness. It takes me a while. I had to think about it. Yeah counterclockwise direction. I know that clockwise usually releases energy. In this case, we're going counterclockwise. Do we go both? We go both. Do we go both? My God. My directions are all messed up. I've been teaching yoga. I have to think about this. Okay, you're going to start from your collarbone. You are going to work in a clockwise direction around your chin, around the back of your head. Once you get to that shoulder, you brush it down. There we go. Same thing over here. We're starting on the opposite shoulder by the collarbone. I am going to continue to move around in that clockwise direction, move it through, brush it down. Yes, go clockwise no matter what. So again, top of the shoulder, I'm going in my clockwise direction, brushing down. Other shoulder collarbone, clockwise direction, brush it off. Then we also do the head, just a little brushing both ways, every which way that you need to do it. Shoulders and arms are clean, heart chakra is pure. If you still need to energetically brush, you can do that. Brush the back all around, brush all the way down to your feet, okay? Just imagine yourself energetically scrubbing. You can even imagine like an energetic washcloth or loofah or whatever you use to shower. Envision that energetically scrubbing and rubbing and getting rid of everything that you need to release. And then we're going to take a deep breath in, reach the arms overhead. And then as we exhale, we're just going to let these arms fall down. Imagine an energetic shower washing over us, getting rid of everything we need to let go of. I feel so tingly and clear right now. I don't know how you feel, but that felt really good for me. So that is a very quick magical practice to energetically brush yourself, get rid of yourself. Great thing to do every time you have to go to Walmart, get out in the public, whatever you need to do to release, energetically shower yourself. And then go take a real shower or bath with salt if you can. 
I'm going to move on to the tarot. We're coming up on our hour together. We're going to go a little bit over tonight. As predicted, I just kind of had a feeling that we were going to do that tonight. Must have been my Capricorn moon intentions. But we do want to cover the tarot. And again, I wrote about this. So if you go to vinalinae.com slash card readings, I actually just gave my whole card readings webpage an upgrade, a makeover. Did it all by myself, so I feel really accomplished with that. Oh, that's like one of the main things I want to touch base on real quick with Capricorn. Energy. Capricorn is the hardest working sign of the zodiac. They are the goat that will climb the mountain to the top. They're the mountain goat that kind of sticks no matter if the ground is crumbling or not. Put their head down and fight. They will fight the good fight. They will fight to get to their success and victory. And you're going to feel a lot of energy to maybe do hard work right now or get the job done or put your foot down and really root in and climb the mountain. There's just going to be a lot of that energy right now. So I want to mention that before we move on to the tarot. But also, speaking of hard work, yes, I gave my whole um, card reading page a makeover. So go check that out. There is a reading for 2024. I did a 10-card Celtic cross spread. I wrote about it. I have a video on it. This reading is up and posted right now. This little excerpt from our moon circle will be up probably tonight or tomorrow. And uh, yeah, Go read what I had to say. Um, before I get started, I just want to take a nice deep breath. I always like to welcome in the energy of the cards. Just taking a moment to thank the cards for being in our circle tonight with their messages and what we have to hear. We trust that the cards do not lie. We know that the cards do not lie. We trust in this form of divination and we are ready to receive whatever we are meant to hear. Thank you to the tarot for being in our circle tonight. So first off, I pulled past, present, and future cards as I always do, and then I felt the need to do a bonus. But let's start with the past card, which is the Hermit. Got a nice little sloth here, and I pulled from the White Sage Tarot, by the way, in the theme of purification and Capricorn Lenny needing a cleanliness, aligning with things being more pure and simple and give it to me straight. We got a sloth. Well, when we think about a sloth, what do we think about? Moving slowly. And the hermit comes in as our past card to say, hey, we just moved into winter a few weeks ago. Capricorn season started with the very beginning of winter. Move slowly and cautiously into this new year. Give yourself grace if you don't want to move fast. If you don't want to make swift change, changes of your everyday habits, changes of the way that you do things, changes with the people in your life. If you're not ready to make it all happen at once, it's okay. You've got time. You might not want to do it until January 20th when we shift into Aquarius season and Mercury moves out of its post-retrograde shadow. You might not want to do it until the Lunar New Year, the next lunar cycle with the Chinese New Year. You might not want to do it until Aries season in the beginning of spring. So if you don't want to change right now, the Hermit says that's okay. Winter is a time of turning within, being in more stillness, relaxing, like surrendering. You know, this is a new moon that asks us to ground into the earth and just kind of relax. And 
you know, fun fact, the only time the sloth just, you know, kind of comes down is to go poop and then, like, go back up, right? It's, let's go to the earth and goes back to its lackadaisical ways. And we can kind of do that now, too. Remember that Venusian um, influence of this moon right now tells us to let go of things and surrender things and make changes if we're feeling it. But to do it with a little bit of grace and dignity, do it with a more feminine, nurturing feel, we don't have to be so swift and blunt and... You know, the usual Capricorn edge is just not present right now. So let yourself be as graceful as you need to under this moon. For our present card, I did get swords. I got the five of swords. And the number five is all about growth. So I do believe this is about letting go of what's tethering us from growing. You know, de-weeding our garden, so to say. And maybe cutting ties with people that are a little bit closer to us. Uh, the five can be symbolic of maybe family as well. And if you checked out the 2024 reading, we've got some possible challenges with family as we start to pursue our gifts. Notice that these are little yellow ribbons here and yellow is representative of solar plexus, our joy, our happiness, our work in our joy, our professional pursuits being in our joy as well. So when we learn to cut ties with whoever doesn't support that, whoever doesn't get the way that we're doing things or why we're doing things or why we want to live out of our joy or doesn't support that, you know, those are the people that we need to be letting go of right now. So this new moon in Capricorn is absolutely a time to separate. This Purva Ashada Nakshatra is absolutely a time to separate, but just give yourself a little bit of time as you do it. You could use this whole lunar cycle to cut those cords if you needed to. You don't have to do it just right now. We also take into account our future card, which was reversed. This is the temperance card. And we have these cups pouring water from one to another at the same time. We have the butterfly underneath it all. This is a symbol of patience, understanding that transformation takes time, that sometimes we have to be an emotional mess in the process. Sometimes we have to go through death and grief in that emotional process. There's a lot of feelings that can come about as we make change, as we become a new person, as we step into our new life. So temperance says, be patient with it all. Be patient with yourself. Be patient with the people around you. Be patient as it all plays out. It might take a little bit of time. It might take a little bit of work. You know, it's not going to be something that's just given to us overnight. We have to only um, we have to not only wait for it and be patient for it, but we have to do the work to get there as well. You know, Capricorn new moons are about doing the work to get there. Finally, the bonus card, because I just felt like we needed a fourth card. It's 2024. It's the first lunar cycle of the year. Uh, lunation typically has kind of four main phases, the half moons, the full moon, the new moon. I just felt the need to pull a fourth card, so I did. I got the six of cups. More cups, right? Cups running over. Six is also a number of family, but can also mean just community or inner circle of support. When we have the cups, this can mean forming our supportive circle that also encourages us to work towards our artistry. 
Maybe that's actual artistic pursuits. Maybe that's our crafts, our skills, our magic. But we've got to surround ourselves with people that are going to support that. We have to surround ourselves as well with people that understand us emotionally and maybe also align with the same emotions that we experience or we feel maybe feeling on the same level as we do. Um, also, people that can be patient with you and help you to be patient. Because water and cups represent time. And since we have this temperance card just coming right before it, I do believe that this is a time for us to have people and techniques and tools and just ways of us being patient and supporting us to be patient as we wait to see our dreams come true. And as we work to make our dreams come true, and as we go through challenging times to make our dreams come true, we're going to need some sort of supportive circle and people in our lives in order to help us. We're not going to do it alone. You know, this fourth card that I pulled was pulled with the intention of what's going to tie it all in together. What's going to help us throughout this entire year? And I got this six of cups. So this is about finding your circle, forming what you need to Going through the emotional processes, the creative processes, the artistic processes, the trials and errors, the trials and tribulations, the soul seeking, the soul searching, the diving deep, the dwelling deep, the looking deep, the looking into the unknown, the desire to move into the unknown, the support to learn from the unknown, etc., etc. <laughs> That's all we need in this future year. And that's what the Six of Cups is telling us. And the car drives by to seal it all in. So this is what I have for you tonight, loves. This is our reading for this Capricorn lunar cycle. Go read about it if you would like. Go read about the moon on my website if you would like. Replays of this video and the tarot will be up by tomorrow on my website on YouTube and on my podcast for the audio recording. If you have any questions, comments, put it there now. I'm going to take a drink for a pause. I'll answer anything if we need to. Otherwise, we're going to release our guides and guardians and close our circle. By the way, before I do that in that uh, prayer, I just want to mention in the spirit of 111 that this is a very magical time, as mentioned, and 13 moons is on discount for the first month of the year because of this. So you can get 13 moons for $11 a month instead of 13 right now. And you can get an even larger discount if you get a membership for six months or for a year. So go to vnaltlinay.com, my website, go to store or offerings, and you'll find my options for the 13 moons membership there. In case you're interested and you want to take advantage of that $11 a month deal. I just have to plug that because this moon is on 111. So got to take advantage there. Okay. Thank you all for being here. I'm not seeing any more questions or comments. Of course, if you need to put them in, please do now. I am going to take a deep breath. I'll answer after the prayer. You can join me in this prayer or just simply attune. I'm going to start by releasing the guides and guardians of the fifth element from our circle with their Akash, their magic, their source energy and consciousness. We thank them for their guidance, their wisdom, their messages, and all that we can't explain but we trust. We thank you for being in our circle tonight. We also release the guides and guardians of the north with their earth elements and also with the energy of our ancestors and the wisdom that they have to offer to us tonight. We trust in the magic of our elements. 
We trust in this earthly human experience that we are walking through, and we trust in everything that guides us along the way. We thank these guides and guardians of the north and the earth element for being in our circle tonight. We release the guides and guardians of the west with their element of water coming into play to soften the energy of this Capricorn lunar cycle. We know that the moon affects the tides. We can be at high tide or low tide. We can be in a tropical storm or we can be completely still watered. And we trust in whatever energy comes our way right now for us to navigate and journey through. We trust in the creative energy of the waters that surround us. And we also trust in the processing that we need to do in order to feel better. We thank the gods and guardians of the West with their element of water for being in our circle tonight. We thank the gods and guardians of the South with their element of fire for being present with the energy of Mars, Mars and the sun, both in Capricorn with this new moon, giving us a little bit of motivation, spark, a catalyst to start moving towards change, but also understanding that we can be in control of the fire. We don't have to let it burn out of control all over the place. We can decide what controlled burns we do and when. Thank you, guides and guardians of the South, with your fire for being in our circle tonight. And finally, we release the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air, giving us this new moon in the first new month of the year, a new year, new beginnings, knowing that these fresh breaths bring in encouraging, exciting, new prana to help us create whatever we desire. We also use the power of our exhales to release tension, to release distraction, and to release what no longer serves. We thank you for the ease of this release now with our breath. And we release the guides and guardians of the East with their element of air from being in our circle tonight. And so it is. With that, our circle is officially sealed, closed, and complete. If you are just not joining in, don't worry. You can also come back to Instagram. This will be up. I'm pretty sure you can just go back and watch it. Otherwise, the replay will be up on YouTube and my website tomorrow, along with the audio on my Follow Your Path podcast. Sending you all the most blessings during this last lunar cycle of the lunar year. This is a time of surrender. This is a time of letting go. This is a time of release and making room for what's coming. We've got exciting things to come in 2024, especially once we dive into February and we hit the lunar new year. So embrace it, get ready for it, get yourself together and get organized and make sure that you're ready to receive all of the magic that is waiting to come to you. We will meet again on January 24th. It's a Wednesday again at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on Instagram again. But this time we'll celebrate the full moon in Leo. Fun facts, I'm a Capricorn moon. I'm a Leo rising. So this lunar cycle is all about me. <laughs> in a way, I like it. It helps me get motivated. I always feel really good in the 
lunar cycles that align with this sort of energy. But I also feel like I can really show up to you and give you some information. I'm going to be updating my website during this lunar cycle. So your moon musings, the card readings already got a makeover, your astrology page, even the yoga. Yoga talk about separating things, right? And separating things in a gentle way. I'm in the process of separating my site into three sites. <laughs> One site where we still have all of our woo and the moon and the magic. The other site, mothermoonyoga.com. It exists. It's there. You can go to it right now and get on an email list that I'm going to start sending from. But I'm separating my yoga into Mother Moon Yoga. And there'll just be a little hyperlink in my woo-woo site. And then it goes all the way over to a whole new home. So I'm working on that. I'm working on a couple of different things right now. Uh, but I will see you with this uh, full moon in Leo coming up on January 24th. I'll tell you a little bit more about the energy then because the energy is going to be shifting a lot in the next two weeks. By the time we get there, uh, we'll be in Aquarius season. We'll be in a different season. By the time we get there, Pluto will have shifted into Aquarius, which is a really big one. And we'll touch base then. Not used talking about it now, but we'll touch base on it then. And yeah, we'll talk about everything else that's coming into place. So either I'll see you in the 13 Moons membership for card readings. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be, actually I'm probably just going to be doing a recording. It really depends on the energy tomorrow. I might go live. Either way, you're going to get a video with your personal card pull for this new moon cycle. I'm going to try to do that tomorrow morning. So I'll either see you in the 13 Moons membership for that or some other time in the 13 Moons membership, or the next time that we meet for our virtual moon circle to celebrate Leo energy. Until we meet again, may we all be happy, full of joy, full of bliss. May we all be healthy, well, and balanced, and without disease. May we all feel safe and at peace, so important in these times. And may we feel loved, be loved, and love one another. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Blessed be. Namaste.